Hello and welcome to the Pod Bible Podcast. This is episode number 76. My name is Adam Richardson and uh, I'm your host for today's episode. I say that as if we have a uh, rotating cast of different hosts, which we don't really. Uh, back in the early days, uh, Stu, of course, used to feature fairly regularly and uh, even Pip, Scroobius Pip, used to jump on the odd episode. I mean, I say, say that now. Today's episode, Pip is very much on, but he's on as a guest and we'll get to that shortly. Um, but yeah, it's pretty much me every week and I'm fine with that. I love doing this. I love putting together this podcast. I love talking to other podcasters and it is all adding to my knowledge of podcasts and knowledge of different formats. And before long, I will create the super podcast to beat all other podcasts in the chart. And I will dominate the world with my brand new podcast and the Pod Bible podcast will just be a homage to what I've created. And uh, we'll be replaying this little speech again and again because I will have conquered podcasting. Anyway, before you switch off, let's get back on track. This is, of course, the podcast podcast where podcasters talk to podcasters about podcasts and podcasting. Um, the last episode, uh, a couple of weeks ago now, episode number 75, we had Rod... Gilbert and Sean Harris from The Froth. Uh, and then we had recommendations from Adam from The Logbooks and Alex from Our Voices in the NHS. Before we get on with today's guests, I should let you know that issue 13 of Pod Bible magazine is out now. Um, it's been out for a couple of weeks. We've had a great reaction. Absolutely loved all of the uh, guilty feminist fans who started following us, the ones who weren't aware of us already, uh, after um, Deborah Francis White, of course, shared. Uh, her cover because she was the cover star and our lead interview and uh, that is well worth a read if you want to go and have a look podbiblemag.com you can read the whole magazine on there and you can order uh, a copy to your door if you fancy receiving some post what else have we got in there we've got alex zane a feature on him uh, we've got a feature on dane baptiste uh, we've got annie mack picking her top five podcasts and of course we've got loads of reviews recommendations and things like that so Issue 13 of Pod Bible Magazine, available now. All right, let's get on with this week's podcast and this week's guests. And uh, first up, we've got a fantastic guest, somebody who I've been excited to have on. Uh, she was on a couple of weeks ago giving a recommendation, but now she's going to be talking all about her pride and joy, her podcast, Made of Human. It is Sophie Hagen. All right, I am joined today by Sophie Hagen from the Made of Human podcast. Hello. Hello. Thanks for having me. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. I mean, as you can see, well, as people can't usually see on podcasts, but I'm very much just in a bathrobe in my kitchen, just being very pandemic-y. I very nearly asked you about that when you came on screen and I thought, no, we'll save that because yeah. I think that's perfect. I think that's the best thing about podcasting in a pandemic, right? I mean, I've got tracksuit bottoms on. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's a classic thing of checking my email the second before turning on the Zoom and then seeing you were like, we might use some video. And I was like, oh, well, that's too late now. <laughs> what a shame. Yes. So listeners, if you want to go and uh, see the bathrobe that Sophie is wearing, then uh, I'm sure we <laughs> might have some video clips on our social media. Unless Sophie emails me after this and says, please don't use them. In which case we won't. <laughs> to, be, to be fair, even if I 
even if I had known and I had time to change, I probably wouldn't because this is so comfortable and so soft and warm. And It looks very yeah. cosy. And I, I feel think like I deserve it. It's a good look. You do. You do. You definitely <laughs> do. Um, so uh, I would love to ask you first, Sophie, for anybody who's listening who um, may have heard of Made of Human podcast but has no idea what it's about, hasn't listened to it, what is it about? Well, interestingly, that's a big word to use, but I've, um, I'm sort of slowly, slightly rebranding a tiny bit. So the conversations are very much the same. So the overall thing is I talk to people. In the beginning, it was very much just comedians. Now it's politicians and actors and musicians and activists and sex workers and influencers, models, everything, basically. And the gist of it is that I talk to them about life, which is so broad, which is why I'm sort of narrowing it down now. <laughs> uh, in 2016, I learned that uh, there was something called being an introvert. And I'd never heard of introvert and extrovert before. And I felt so understood, like, oh, this is what it is. And I realized it had to do with also just my inability to really, you know, my social anxiety, not knowing how to speak to people. There's so many things that I didn't know how to do just in life in general. Mm -hmm. So I thought, oh, I'll start this podcast where I can ask people who have it together how they deal with things. But then very quickly it turned out that no one knows anything. <laughs> no one has any idea yeah. why people are doing what they do and how, how to do life. And I ask people quite deep questions, but I try to not cross any boundaries. Like I don't want to, I don't want them to feel uncomfortable. It's probably makes me a bad journalist, but um, I, I do go deep and I do really want to know why have you become this person? How how has this thing affected you now? And like it's, it becomes quite a lot about mental health. And my my narrowing down of it has now become context. I have become sort of obsessed with focusing on context. You know, where are you right now? What mood are you in? Hmm. Like with our conversation, if we'd done this a week ago or even just an hour ago, my mindset would have been different, right? You know, yeah. I've just had breakfast, so I'm feeling good and full you know an hour ago i would have been slightly angry because i hadn't had breakfast yet <laughs> yeah and a, a week ago i was in a different place in my menstrual cycle i would have been less emotional you know mm -hmm. and even so six months ago i would have said very different things because there was a lot of things i hadn't learned yet etc so i quite like the context in that like where are we right now but i also like it in the context of where people are in their lives because Nothing exists in a vacuum and every single thing that's ever happened to us will, I mean, in some way, however small, will have something to do with how we're feeling and who we are right now. And that's what I really love about the podcast. And that's what I want to do is sort of go, well, that thing happened when you were a teenager, that thing happened when you were a child. So does that have anything to do with why you made this decision today? Mm. And yeah, that's, that's sort of my current obsession. Okay, cool. I mean, at the time of the record of this recording, the most recent episode, I think, is with Mark Watson, right? Yes. Um, and it's sort of become, I mean, having listened to the first half of it, you sort of say in the, in the intro how that's become an annual tradition. I guess that goes along yeah. with what you've been saying in terms of sort of checking in at different stages, um, sort yeah. of speaking to Mark at the start of the year, talking about where you're at. And of course, at the moment, those are going to be pretty big conversations. But do you find you're having you're having quite a lot of repeat guests on the podcast and so yeah I do end up and that's that's one of the things that makes it 
a good starting point, it mm. being context, because everything will be so much different for people. I do end up having a lot of repeat guests. M- Mark is probably the one I've had on the most times because we have this annual New Year's tradition of usually recording on New Year's Eve because we usually spend that together, which we, not this year, pandemic, mm. etc. But um, I mean, some people you just want to hear from again. So it's often that I end an interview and think, oh, I, there were a million more things we could have talked about. Yeah. And I just want more and more and more. And we haven't even talked about this and that. Yeah. So it's perfect to be able to get people to come back. Yeah, I love that. I think I think it's easy to sort of think I've got to get somebody new every week. But if, if a guest is particularly good, then the listeners will want to hear from them again, right? Definitely. And uh, things go out of date quickly and you just want to hear what the latest is. So, um, so obviously it's, you know, a big conversational podcast and, you know, you'll go deep at times. Is there any set format at all do you have like a starting point you always like to kick off with or you just let yeah, it go so where it goes both um <laughs> i start out by asking them to explain their context so where are you right now mm. how are you feeling where are you both in your life but also right now you know i'm sitting in my office i'm feeling like this but also i'm at a point in my life where i'm making some massive decisions and blah 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 you know yeah and then we sort of just chat And usually it'll go quite smoothly and it'll just be, I'll have a set list of somewhere between five and 10 different topics that I know about them or that I think I know about them or that I want to know about them. And then I'll just go from there and go from what they're saying. And then at the very end, I ask what I think has now been just called the baby question, which is where I ask them essentially what they would say to themselves as a baby, uh, but it's it's one of those questions where I should have. <laughs> I mean, very rarely do people actually answer the question, which is the first sign that it's a flawed question. <laughs> but uh, what I basically want them to answer is, how would you explain how your life has gone mm. to yourself as a baby? But people will always end up giving themselves advice, which is not the point because you can't change anything. Yeah, the baby is looking at you, and the baby is going. What what's going to happen? What will my life be like from now on? Like This feels very scary. I was just in the womb and now it's all freaky. I don't know what's happening. And the point is you need to say something to the baby too. Like, do you want to lie? Do you want to say everything's going to be perfect? Or do you want to say it'll end up being amazing, but you're going to go through a lot of stuff or, you know, and then yeah. sometimes people just want to say nothing, but just give the baby a hug. And I like that one. It's, yeah, it's, it's, that is it's a very nice thought. Yeah. yeah, but people usually say, don't do this or do that. Doesn't matter how much I clarify, you cannot change, you cannot give advice. People are like, okay, don't do this. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so obviously I mentioned Mark Watson as being a regular guest. I mean, obviously it'd be great to hear about some of the other guests if people haven't had a chance to scroll through. You've been doing it for a while, as you said, starting back in 2016. How many episodes have you had? 227. Are are there any guests that have come back a lot like Mark or are there any big guests or big episodes for you that you you like to point people towards or mention? Flagship episodes were episode, Mm -hmm. I want to say 13 and 14 or maybe 14 and 15 which was with Susan Kalman. And okay. I met her at Soho Theatre when she was doing her show. And we were going to go to her Airbnb. She lives in Scotland, so this was in London, and do the podcast. And she, from the beginning, she had this very sort of, right, we're doing this sort of mood. 
you know, it was very yeah. just, let's go. We're doing this now. And I was just like following going, oh, okay. And then she just opened up, like completely opened up. We talked about like her depression, her, like we talked about self-harm and it was emotional and it was so meaningful and it was terrifying and it was sad and it was just, it felt very big. And in that podcast, she also talked about how she, like her dream was to do, what's it called? Dancing. Strictly. Come dancing. Come dancing. No. <laughs> yeah. Strictly dancing. Yeah, because it's a mix of a come dancing and strictly ballroom. Strictly come dancing. Okay. But everybody calls it strictly. We know what okay, we're talking about. Okay, strictly. Yeah, we know, we know. <laughs> but anyways, <laughs> so she said she wanted to be on that. And then a few years later, she was. And it was. Wow. It, like, I remember going straight from her Airbnb and straight home. And I uploaded it immediately because I was like, this is. I just need to upload this. This is yeah. so good. And that's the one episode where people have continuously said that one. But there are big episodes like that where I just feel like this there's like a feeling you have when the guest is talking hmm. and you're thinking it's like it feels big. Yeah. It feels like this is a moment. This is a moment that we're sharing and that they are allowing people to yeah. listen to. And stuff like that is I mean, I live for that sort of stuff. I just feel like this is why I started the podcast or I'm so happy yeah. I started the podcast. This is I'm why I do this, this, you conversation. know? Yeah. Yeah, because you can, you can wake up and go, oh, God, I have four episodes I need to record today. Mm. I really just want to stay in bed. And a, a lot of it, it's not even about the actual conversation. It's just like, oh, I need, to make, I need to make them confirm that we're doing this. I need to set up the equipment. And, you know, when it was back in the normal normal time, yeah. it was about have to get all the way into into London to find the room where we we're going to do it in and have to pack all the stuff. And it's more, more all of the around things. But then once you're actually talking, you're like, oh, this is it. Like, this is the reason I keep doing it. Yeah, brilliant. Okay, well, we'll start to wrap things up. Um, but I mean, plans moving forward for the podcast. Obviously, you said it right at the start, you're kind of trying to sort of condense down exactly what it is that you're trying to achieve with the podcast. Or is that? Yeah, I think it, it's mostly about clarifying it more you know okay, what it yeah. actually is both mm -hmm. so that when i tell guests you know upcoming guests i'm not like oh it's sort of about life but like also just like how you kind of do things and who yeah. you are but like more like you know i want a, an elevator pitch which is you know quite late to figure that out 227 <laughs> episodes in but that's sort of that's like when the, when i first started it i was i did the logo myself in some kind of emoji app Mm. with some kind of word art text and yeah. you know comic comic sense sort of style and it was very much very DIY and I feel like I'm at a point where because I'm still I'm self-produced you know I don't have a big anything company behind me so I feel like I now either have to up my game and like properly do this professionally mm -hmm. uh, and have a more sharp pitch I don't think I can after 227 episodes I can't I, I can't just sort of DIY it as much anymore. So next step is, is I want to say streamlining, but I don't know if that's the right word. It's, good. it's a good word. That's a good word. I understand I what like you it. mean. Yeah. Um, and actually, one more thing before we go, because obviously, Sophie, you have, um, as I said, been in the game for a long time when it comes to podcasting. You've done a lot of podcasts. You've appeared on a lot of other podcasts. Are there any other particular projects, um, whether it be ones you've hosted or ones you've appeared on that you would love to just mention to our listeners oh i have a i have more or less active in two other podcasts mm. uh one is a bbc sounds podcast called bad people 
which is oh, yeah. completely yeah. different. It's true crime. It's produced by the BBC and like it's actually produced, you know, like some <laughs> this has jingles and it's being edited and stuff like that. So wow. which is very strange for me. I'm like, Ooh. <laughs> so I just have to show up and talk. <laughs> That's incredible. Yeah. Uh, it's very much about sort of why are people evil? And um, it wasn't a natural pairing. You know, it went for an audition as the host oh, and right. happened, okay. happened to click uh, very well with the with the other host, Julia, Dr. Julia Shaw, who's a criminal psychologist. Mm -hmm. So it's very different from anything I've done before, but I'm a sucker for true crime. So I love it. And then my third podcast called Secret Dinosaur Cult is currently on hiatus for God knows how long because it's a live podcast. Mm. So <laughs> that <laughs> can't happen. But that's a weird comedy sort of indie fringy podcast about dinosaurs and daddy issues and trans stuff and queer stuff it's very weird cool but if people want to get that sort of live buzz again then maybe you can go back and listen yeah, to yeah if you're into it's not for everyone but if it, catalog but if it is for you it's like you'll love it yeah but okay. it might it pro it's probably not but if it is you'll love it <laughs> okay i like it we'll go and give it a go if you're listening and you're not sure um brilliant well thank you very much sophie uh it's Thanks been a me. pleasure to talk to you and uh, best of luck with everything moving forward and hopefully speak to you again soon. Thank you, you too. Thank you so much, Sophie, for that. Uh, it was lovely to talk to you. And if you check out our social media, uh, either right now or later today, uh, or if you're listening on Tuesday or Wednesday or even weeks after the event, then by all means scroll back through because you should find a little video clip uh, from our conversation. It was lovely to talk to you, Sophie, and uh, we look forward to having you back on in a couple of weeks for another recommendation. Speaking of recommendations, we have a returning guest, another returning guest. I alluded to the fact that he was going to appear earlier on in the episode. It is, of course, uh, one of the co-founders of Pod Bible, alongside myself and Stu Whiffin, a man who not only presents a very successful podcast, but listens to a lot of podcasts as well. It is Scroobius Pip from Distraction Pieces. And he is going to recommend yet another podcast. Here we go. Right, it's time for podcast recommendations. And we are joined today by a returning, returning, returning guest. It's Scroobius Pip. <laughs> I've been a, a, a guest more times than I was ever a host now, I think. So that's, I think you're right. That's nice. It's a nice switch. Yeah. I've, I've turned the tables. You love podcasts, so you're always just messaging us in the Pod Bible group saying, I've got another one, I've got another one I love. Can I write about it? Like, no, yeah. come on the podcast. Tell us about it. Come so and what, talk about it. What are you going to talk about today, Pip? Um, I'd like to recommend a podcast called The Last Party on Earth. It's hosted by Tiga, um, oh, the okay. DJ and producer, and it's really good. I really I like it. The basic idea is that he, he tends to have DJs on and... They basically plan their set for the the last party on earth. But as you'll know with loads of music podcasts, it's the s setup that relaxes people and then allows them to go into all sorts of other stuff. So it isn't just a, here's the songs I play. Like It gets out so much about their experiences and life on the road and their journey into clubs and stuff like that. And it's, yeah, it's absolutely fascinating. Cool. So his guests are they? Do they are they mostly other DJs on on the circuit on the scene, or does he venture out? Yeah, they're mainly other DJs. He did a great episode with Richard Russell, who is a DJ, but he's also 
he, he he runs Excel, so he started Excel. So he signed the Prodigy and was there in the early days, and he signed Adele and Dizzy Rascal and all these people. So yeah, he's got amazing stories, and yeah, it's a lot of it's a lot of people that Tiger has DJed with. But then when Series Two started, he started to get people he'd never met before, and yeah, it gets all these amazing tales out. But it's a balance, like the ones where that are his pals a really good fun because you get that kind of insight that you wouldn't get if it's a more formal interview. Yeah. I love it. And if you wanted to, uh, well, if you're going to recommend specific episodes of the ones that have jumped out to you. Well, the one I'd recommend is, um, the reason I'd recommend it is it's kind of the antithesis of what the show is. Um, he had Ch- Chili Gonzalez on, who's one of my favorite m- musicians, but also podcast guests. He's a f- fascinating dude. And Chili has never DJ'd or been to a club. So right, okay. he's almost the worst person to have on, but he has regularly t- t- taken to the piano at parties to have kind of live karaoke and he's jammed and he kind of, he, he, he sees those two as his connections to DJ. And he's, again, it's at points it's kind of almost insulting because he doesn't see DJs as, as musicians or artists and but, but, but because again Ch- chili is a classically trained pianist he's a real virtuoso plays multiple instruments all this kind of thing but he's lovely and he is f- friends with tiger so it's this wonderful situation of them going back and forth on why chili doesn't particularly see djs as a legitimate art form but then using his his own variation of it to go yeah, uh, he'll throw these parties regularly where he he does. He gets he has has the piano there and he has to pick songs that everyone will sing along to. It's not about him performing; it's about him leading the room and things like that. And it gets some just yeah some amazing insights. Like his opener he chose was Sh- Sh- "Shout" by Tears for Fears, and the reason he chose it is because it's anthemic, but it also doesn't use the word "I." Okay. So he wants to bring unity in the room. So everyone's singing along to something, but they're singing along together. And it's this community thing. And yeah, it's just, it continues on like that. It's all these amazingly right. well thought out choices of songs and the reasons for them. But even though, as said, he's never DJed and never been to a club. So you'd think he'd be the worst person for this, but yeah, turns out he's the best. So that's interesting. So, so he was choosing songs, but when they get DJs on, is it more sort of picking people to come and do sets? So like, Nine till ten, we'll have this DJ. Ten till eleven, this. Or no, 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 no. It no it's songs, always songs. It's always, songs. always a DJ choosing their set. Their so it's the opening okay. song, where you'd go from there, and yeah, and how you'd close and things like that. Okay, but, but yeah, the, the way that Chili approached it was so wonderfully intellectual, but at the same time passionate. Like it wasn't snobby at any point or anything like that. It was wonderfully well thought out. But he would talk about why he loves this particular kind of hip hop because of the use of single note piano stuff rather than kind of classical huge things it's the beauty of the single notes that are used to build in pop and in in commercial rap yeah nice it's amazing episode but i said it's a weird one to recommend as the first one to listen to because it's almost the the opposite of every other episode because yeah he's not a dj he refuses to (laughs) engage in that side of things Cool. So, I mean, obviously, the, the great thing about these kind of podcasts is that you quite often end up thinking about what your choices would be. And obviously, you know, you've, you've yeah. been known to do a bit of DJing. Have you yeah. have you been noting down what your selections would be if you ever made it on? 
completely. I mean, anyone who's seen me DJ will know that my, my, my opener is always the same anyway. Um, it's, it's always Anthony Up by MOP. But yeah, it, <laughs> hearing different episodes takes you on different journeys because you're like, right, well, yeah, if I've, if I've got MOP, I don't want to then just give five other hip-hop songs, yeah. if you know what I mean. Like, I want to show the variation and go in different directions and see where you can, t- can take the crowd. So you get that a lot with the DJs who you might expect, even who you might have seen play, for example, a drum and bass set. They don't just want to talk about that. They they want to talk about it in a way. I think the reason it's framed as a last party ever is that you wouldn't have to adhere to anything. You'd play what you want to play rather than I'm going with the room. I'm feeling this. You'd go, well, I know these work, but also I'm excited to play them. So, yeah. Yeah. It's really cool. interesting. Okay. So that's Last Party on Earth by Tiga. Yes. Great selection. Thanks very much, Pip. Thank you. Thank you very much, Pip. And uh, yeah, Pip will be back again in a few weeks' time. I caught up with him. We had a good call the other night. Uh, he is currently abroad, and it was very nice to uh, have a little catch up with him. And we talked about lots of podcasts, and you'll hear us talking about those in the weeks to come. Last up today, our final guest. Uh, it's a new one. We've had two returning guests, but now we're going to end on a new one. Um, it is Lou Menser. She is the host of Shade, and she'll be back to talk about that on a later episode but for now she is recommending one of her favorite shows right it's time for a podcast recommendation and i am joined today by lou mensa from shade hello lou hey adam thank you so much for having me on that's okay it's a pleasure in fact i should say before we get into your recommendation some people may recognise the name. Uh, I'm sure some people will be aware of the podcast, of course. But you have done some recommendations for us before, but in text, right? You've done some writing for us on the Pod Bible website. Yeah, absolutely. And I hope that there's going to be some more in the future. Yeah, but I've done some reviews for you um, mm. a couple of times. Yeah, they've, they've gone down very well. And am I right in saying that one of the ones that you've written about in the past you're going to talk about on here? Absolutely. It's an independent show called A Lato Thought. I really wanted to share my love for this show. I mean, it personally means a lot to me, not only because um, I've learned so much from its content and I think that your audience um, will too, but also because its producer and host, uh, C.A. Davis, and I, we grew a friendship from the work that we do on our um, on our own podcast. So basically, we found each other through podcasting. um, And we came together and we work a little bit on shade together as well. So um, it's just kind of a real example of how podcasting community I found to be really helpful and inclusive and supportive. And, and so I came across this show because CA was listening to my show. But why it's a, a podcast that I'd really like to recommend is because it's it really is an independent podcast in the truest sense of the word. You know, it's self-funded, it's it's solo produced and the work that goes into creating it is kind of mind blowing. And what the show does is it, it re-examines mixed race identities. I'm a mixed race person myself and I'm part of an interracial family and and I actually don't know of any other podcast that that looks into this area and has these discussions that is based and backed up with factual kind of research and information as well as a lato thought does 
And it's really kind of atypical when it comes to podcasting in the sense that it's not released on a regular basis. You know, there might be a month or two between each episode and you don't know when the next one's going to come out. And I kind of love that because I think in some respects, podcasting has become, you know, very predictable and and, and formulaic. Um, and there's kind of a lot of big egos involved. And, and sometimes it's it's the personality that is kind of at the forefront of podcasting, whereas the information and kind of like the learning aspect of podcasting can kind of take a back seat. And what I really love about this, it's kind of accessible, it's educational, it's like a history book, really, for those who are interested in America's racial history, but it's not overwhelming. And what he does is that he breaks it down in such a, an accessible way for the audience. And he just uses the most amazing soundscapes and sound engineering, which really is on par with some of the top quality shows that that we, you know, that we're used to listening to. And he does it with such a personal light touch and there's humour in there as well. So, yeah, for all of those reasons, I think it's a really standout independent podcast that I really hope gets some more exposure. And he he sort of offers you a choice as well. So you can listen to long sort of uh, long episodes, which can be up to an hour long. But he also offers um, these tiny little episodes that can just be a few minutes long. And they're oh. really interesting. Um, so, yeah, there's lots to, to dive into there. And I, I really recommend it. You know, I know a lot about podcasts that cover race because that's what my work is about as well. Um, and so that this particular podcast has always stood alone for me as one of the top quality podcasts in this area. Fantastic. Oh, well, I love that. I love uh, the fact that you're giving a shout to to obviously something that is quality but maybe hasn't had the exposure that it deserves so far. And uh, I also love the idea of it being sort of, again, quality over quantity and just sort of releasing something when inspiration strikes or when he's taken the time to craft it properly and it's ready rather than oh it's monday yes um so yeah yeah that's great so i mean format wise is it mostly him monologuing about a particular subject or is it sort of a bit more scripted Mm. or how, how does it work it's scripted and and he will like open up with some background to the subject that he's going to cover in that episode but then he does bring in guest interviewees as well um usually academics or people who have who are sharing their own personal stories in relation to whatever the subject he's talking about in that particular episode but it's almost like you're listening to a film it's so filmic the way that he's put it together so he'll have amazing sounds and music and tunes that come in and and so it feels like you're having a real like complete audio experience it's not just him narrating or it's not just a a straight interview it's all of that blended in together so yeah it's kind of like they're kind of like mini movies that come to life through audio really great okay and so that's a Lato thought. That's right. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, let's go and have a download. I'm going to do that after this. Awesome. Thank you very much for coming on, Lou. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you so much for having me, Adam. Thank you so much, Lou. A Lato thought there. Um, yeah, as we mentioned, Lou has actually written about that podcast on the website. So if you go along to podbiblemag.com, you can have a read of uh, that review as well. Uh, I think if you just search Lou Mensa in the uh, search bar, it'll bring out the review she's written in the past. We love having her involved in Pod Bible and can't wait for her to do some more 
writing for us uh, very soon, hopefully. Um, so yeah, thank you for the recommendation, Lou. All right, that's it for this week. As I said, issue 13 is out now. If you want to go and have a read, then podbiblemag.com is uh, your friend. You can download it. Uh, you can read it on the website or you can get it delivered to your door. Um, and obviously, we've been really pushing in terms of getting lots more content on there. We've got news, we've got bonus interviews, we've got other recommendations and reviews. So if you're hungry for more podcast content or just want to, you know, maybe you've been listening to too many but you're such a massive fan that you still want to be involved and clued up. Just go and do some reading about podcasts. Reading is the new listening, guys, uh, as long as you keep listening to this. What else can you do? You can follow us at PodBible on uh, Twitter and Instagram. You can sign up to our newsletter, um, which goes out every Wednesday with extra news and things like that. Do that on the website. Um, and we have a Himalaya learning course. I have to mention that as well. How to make a podcast. We produced that last year. Really loved doing that. We spoke to loads of great people. We spoke to commissioners. We spoke to producers, hosts, um, all kinds of different people, production company bosses. Got loads of advice on how to start a podcast and what you need to know. If you head to Himalaya.com forward slash pod, uh, you get a promo code POD for a 14 day trial and you can cram every episode. And that is it for this week. Finally, all I need to do is say that we're very much proud to be part of the ACAST network. We love everybody over at ACAST. We can't wait until we can go back to their studio and their offices uh, when we're finally allowed back out and they're finally back in their office. Who knows when that might be? Uh, but we love everybody there. Uh, thanks to everybody for listening. Thanks to Sophie and Pip and Lou. And thank you, Buddy Peace, for uh, producing and editing this podcast. That's it. We'll be back next week. It's a fortnightly podcast, but we've got a little bonus coming out next week. And we very much look forward to speaking to you then. Cheers, guys. Bye. Bye.